Hello, beautiful beings, kings, and queens. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to the Golden Petals podcast. My name is Marie. My family and friends know me as Mari. I am the creator of the Golden Petals podcast. The purpose of the Golden Petals podcast is to create a space where a variety of topics can be discussed openly in a positive environment. Today, we will be talking about the ever-expansive subject of spiritual awakening. Here with me, I have two very near and dear friends close to my heart who I love so, so much. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hello, I'm Khalil, one of Mahdi's very good friends. <laughs> I'm spirituality subject, so I'm very excited to be here today with y'all. What's up, guys? This is Andres. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. I'm excited to have you here. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'm excited, too. Yeah, I just wanted to discuss a few things, mainly like most people have questions about when they're wondering about spirituality and stuff. Um, the first thing that came to my mind, I told you guys obviously, is the difference between religion and spirituality. And I want to hear what you guys think because I have definitely some opinions on this. But Most definitely. What do you think about religion versus spirituality? I feel like religion is more man made. Religion is, you know, what they tell you to believe in versus spirituality. That's your individual connection yeah, with God. That's your individual connection with the Most High. Not what you're told to believe, but what you feel you believe on your own. What Absolutely. do you guys think? I would agree, too. I feel like religion is definitely more of a man-made construct. Um, I would almost say that they put it there as a distraction from faith from people's true faith but also too religion can be as a good thing for some people to find that faith Absolutely. to be become more spiritual as well too so it's very two-sided very weird you know but well i thought about it a lot and i feel like religion is more I mean, spirituality and religion obviously overlap. Mm -hmm. They, it's like a Venn diagram. There's like stuff in the middle, but they're still right. two different things. Um, religion is more as like traditional yes. um, beliefs mm -hmm. and practices that were passed down for eons. Like yes. it's more of a tradition based on your culture. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what part of the world your family hails from typically mm -hmm. entails what religious Beliefs. beliefs they have like for me catholic mm -hmm. um you're you're puerto rican so catholic catholic i was yeah. gonna say i was mainly catholic christian mm -hmm. sometimes even baptist because my right. mom's family right. so so it's like definitely. just strictly traditions like you have to go down this path yes and like you said earlier i feel like with spirituality you're in charge of your own spiritual development mm -hmm. whereas with religion you're putting it in the hands of someone else and Absolutely. for some people that's fine some right. people need guidance but um, I think it's very important to be independent in your own spiritual development. Absolutely. Um, and another thing that I want to touch on is people have to remember when religion used to be. Yeah. It used to be a very oppressive force. Like, they were the government back then. Yes, they were. So a lot of the things in the Bible was used to control the mm -hmm. population. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a very big tool. The Bible is a very big tool of colonization. Obviously, yes. there's a lot of truths. Yeah. Like, for example, if you really listen to what Jesus said, mm -hmm. he was woke. Jesus was so woke. <laughs> he was so woke. <laughs> he was he so definitely, woke. definitely had an awakening. Yeah. Some people obviously believe that he was born, quote unquote, woke. Right. <laughs> um, but that's what I think the main difference is, is that it's these traditions that were handed down that not, aren't necessarily required. You can definitely use it as guidance. Absolutely. But you can't forget that there was a time when it was used to control and manipulate the population to Absolutely. subjugation. So you have to take that into consideration. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's one of my main thoughts yeah. about and it. I think to add to what you're saying about it being used to manipulate and control the population, mm -hmm. that's why you have a lot of people who 
divide and deviate from what they were taught because they hold a resentment mm -hmm. towards what they were told. A guilt. A guilt. Specifically a with Catholics, it's a guilt. Yeah. Yes. I know growing up Catholic, it was very strict. Um, and it was like, I, I'm going to say this, no offense to my family, <laughs> but I didn't enjoy growing up and going to church because I felt like it was very boring. When I got older, I was like, I want to connect with God, but not this way. And so that's when I started going to different churches to see what gravi what I gravitated towards mm -hmm. the most and what resonated with me. And so now I do go to a Christian church. I've been go I go there by myself. I've invited my family to come with me. Sometimes I do. For the most part, though, I, I do go solo. Mm -hmm. I'll bring my sisters with me. But um, I love this particular church because it's not like a monotone this is the word of god you have sinned you mm -hmm. have to feel guilty you are not worthy what i love about my church is the worship worship is my favorite part of church because you feel the holy spirit in the it's room powerful. oh it's so powerful it's mm -hmm. moving and and it exactly. opens you up to receive the word of god in a loving way in an right. enlightening way not in a you've sinned you're not worthy yeah. you're gonna and some go people go try very hard to find churches like that yes um so churches like yeah that like are hard to find though mm -hmm. you know like you have so so often where you can really have a church where you're very comfortable in and it, it goes to show people being LGBTQ right. or people being yeah. a certain race and things like that. They might want to resonate with a certain type of service or church, but they might not feel comfortable to because, you know, people, there's restrictions, there's biases, there's judgment passed on them, and they feel like they're not, they don't belong And, the, there, and those biases you know? are were the tools to divide and, like, yeah, control exactly. the population. That's what I'm talking about. I Absolutely. feel like those things in the Bible aren't true. Mm -hmm. I think those were the things that were added in there to manipulate. And yes. that's where the man-made touch right, comes right, right. in versus exactly. the spirit. You and know? that's why a, a lot of, like, churches have good services and, mm -hmm. like, they offer something very constructive and it aids in the spiritual development of a lot of people. Absolutely. Um, that's why when you see racists and homophobes, I think they're not real Christians. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. They're not. No. Yeah. Because no Christian should have any type of hate no. in their heart. And in spiritual development, just outside of like Christianity and religion, mm -hmm. that that's one of those things you have to learn. Absolutely. Um, I think this was a Buddhist thing that I found out from a friend. Word of mouth, so I don't know. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong later, but... Um, he says something along the lines of all suffering is based solely from the idea that we are all separate from each other. Come on. Yeah. We're all typically thinking that we're different when we're all actually just all from the same source of creation. Absolutely. And spiritual awakening and development is about sort of reconnecting with that divine source. God, if you will. We are all one. We are all one. Everything is connected. Mm -hmm. Everything is connected, and I do in my heart of hearts, I do believe that we are all God's children. We are all God's creation, no matter what we look like, no matter who we love. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear people claim to be Christian, but then they're talking down on someone who is LGBTQ, I'm like, hold on, you want to reference scripture? Let's go to the scripture that says not to judge. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's not our position. That's only God's job. It's not our job to condemn or shame someone into mm -hmm. your belief system. It's our job to unconditionally love. It's and our to job understand. to accept, understand, mm -hmm. and have compassion you know so when we come from a place of compassion when we come from a place of love and being open-minded mm -hmm. that aligns us to connect with those who were created with us as well mm -hmm. and there's power in that. and then once you realize that we're all connected it really opens up a whole like doorway and people realize this in different ways or forms people who spoke out in the past like just to goes to show like with the church like say for example they burned witches they mm -hmm. you know made them into this whole bad thing but i think they were actually burning because they knew the truth yes like joan of arc was burned as a witch she's a saint now yeah she made contact with angels but you know they burned her anyway why because she had a voice and that's yes. what they feared the most anyone that had a voice even now even now yep. you see it no you're different. persecuted and i think that that stems from fear 
and fear is not of spirit faith is of spirit they so, definitely fear those people because they, they want to control us exactly but. and they don't want people to awake to their power right and when you awake, yes yeah. when mm -hmm. you awake to your power and the greatness that we were all created to be and the gifts that we all mm -hmm. have and you become awake and you become aware and you realize just how connected everything is and just how powerful our minds and our hearts and our spirits are in the gifts that we have when people realize that i think it scares them and i think that people in power try to place people who realize their gifts divide and conquer they try to suppress that they almost yeah. try to ma manipulate you and to brainwash you into thinking or to believing that these things aren't real and that you don't have these mm -hmm. certain types right. of abilities. Did you notice there always has to be an, an enemy? Um. Mm -hmm. Whether it's real or fake. Like there's, yep, it's mm -hmm. so crazy. It's sad. It is. All right. you know? So let's move on to just spiritual stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> now that we got that out of the way. Right. Yes, yes. Um, what was your spiritual awakening like? I mean, it can be different. For, I feel like it's more like a, literally like an eye opening. Like yeah. you can be like, <laughs> like you don't have to like snap them open or anything yeah, but i've I, had a couple throughout my life a couple right it's definitely been a couple i've always since young been aware of god's presence and i've always since young mm -hmm. been aware of divinity i think for me as far as my spiritual awakening i became aware of just how big God is and I wanted to align myself so I could be closer closer and, I and who just, doesn't want to be closer who doesn't want to be closer to God right and, and so it feels good it feels amazing it's like when you have a good relationship with your parent everyone wants a good relationship exactly. with their parent like it's it's a given it's a given, <laughs> it's a given. so I, for me I would say my spiritual awakening it has happened in stages and phases mm -hmm. um because I feel like my spirituality has increased and it's still increasing to this day same it's like you're peeling back layers yes. of yourself you're peeling back layers of the trauma you're yes. pulling back layers of ego. all this egotistic ego. mm -hmm. that's a big one weight that you've held down for all of these years so a lot of it is just you peeling back layers of your yes. of this straw man yes. and coming more or generational curses and stuff mm -hmm. and there's so much power because when you when it comes to generational curses that's conditioning so you're working through layers of this is what I've known my life to be. This right. is how I like responded. an alcoholic family or something. Exactly. Yep. And so then it's working through. Wait a minute. Even though this is all I've known, it doesn't have to be like that. Right. Break it that. doesn't have to be like that. So how can I create different? And so when I want. And what's really important, I just want to like cut you off real quick because <laughs> it's a really good point. What's really important when people try to break a generational curse, I realize it's first you have to accept where you are. Because yeah. if people don't accept like their reality mm -hmm. in that moment like as messed up as they may be yeah you have to know where you stand so you can move forward absolutely so some people can't accept where they are right and that just builds a resentment within themselves yes. and against the people around them and that'll block your and awakening that ties that all back to fear based because even though like you technically want scared to or they're fearful then like i just want to say one thing we shouldn't be scared or fearful of anything mm -hmm. we are powerful we are very, very powerful. If people could only imagine or know what they can do mm -hmm. outside of this realm and what they do and where they travel mm -hmm. outside of this realm, they would know. They would resonate more with that. We were very powerful. We should never fear What was anything. your spiritual awakening like? Oh, my spiritual awakening was... It was something. Have you had several, just the most I've had. I've noted. had now, I can count on my hands, four. My first spiritual awakening is when I switched my diet. Ooh, go ahead. I'm going to add to that when you finish. I'm going to add to that. Go ahead. So my first spiritual awakening had to have been at least going on nine years now ago. Um, eight going on nine years. So very close. But I switched my diet from um, being a meat eater mm -hmm. to going vegetarian vegan. Mm-hmm. 
it was almost automatic. Yes. Um, I had met this person. This person pretty much opened my eyes to my spirituality and how powerful I was. And I thank that man. Because that man is, no, my friend Flash. Flash uh, is an amazing Flash. being. Shout out Flash. Because <laughs> <laughs> Flash opened my eyes to <laughs> a lot, you know. Um, and, I, and I thank him for that. But it started with me going into my diet. Mm -hmm. When I switched my diet, it almost switched the way that I thought, yes. the way that I would feel. I, yes. I couldn't even think about eating an animal because I can't think about eating something with a face. That face has a soul. Mm. That face is powerful. That face is just as powerful as me because we're all connected. So how could I how could I? It's so hard because it's like being, I believe you, you know? but it's so hard to give up me. Like, but oh everyone has those stages, though. It's so Every, hard. Everyone is different. From... I totally agree with you. It's like, but it's so hard. Dude. It is hard, and I'm gonna add to that because I know. Okay, well, I had three spiritual awakenings. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I real, don't know how many. Real, yeah. real quick. It's, the first one was when I, I had that desire to get closer to God, and I was in high school. I, I would. I would say I was a junior or a senior, and I wanted to get closer to God. And so I just started praying more, talking to God like God is a friend. Like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what just happened, Lord. Let me tell you. Even though God already <laughs> <That's cute>. knows. <laughs> but I would talk to God like God was that's, a friend. That's good. That's good, though. And that, that's healthy. And that builds my relationship, my relationship mm -hmm. with God. And then I think... Um, Another moment where I really did have like a really big awakening was I had two near-death experiences. And that just changed the way I saw everything. Having those near-death experiences back to back, it really made me aware of, oh my goodness. And in one of them in particular, I, I vividly remember like, oh my God, this is how I'm going to go out. This is how I'm going out. But I wasn't scared. And I felt such a big peace. Like the way I can explain it was, it's like I was standing in front of a mirror and there was something on the other side that was peaceful and it was pulling me. I wasn't afraid. I thought I would, like I literally in that moment, I was like, this is it. That changed my whole perspective coming back from. Because you realize you're going to be fine regardless. I realize even I if you leave here, you'll be go, you'll go somewhere even else. Even if I leave this earth, God's got my back in the next level mm -hmm. of existence. Absolutely. So feeling that peace and, and just being so grateful to the point where I can cry when I think about it sometimes, because it's like God has been with me in every chapter of my life, and God has been so good to me, mm -hmm. even in hardships, even when I'm going through a really rough time, like. The one thing that's undeniable in my life is, is God's presence, and I love him so much for that. And then my other spiritual awakening was when I went vegan. Mm -hmm. I went vegan last July. It'll, oh, my God, it'll be a year next month since Ooh. I went wow. vegan. Wow, I didn't realize it's been that long. This time flew. Ah. That's awesome. And I'm going to give you a round of applause you, for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Best decision I made in my life was going plant-based. Um, I really didn't have the intention of going vegan it was just i i felt like i needed to detox my body and so after two months of not eating dairy not eating meat i was like this actually i feel good i felt clear on all levels mm -hmm. clear mentally clear emotionally and khalil told me this it's supposedly because you're not because the animals like i mean if you're going out hunting and stuff like that's different mm -hmm. but like the animals that we are you know ultimately buying at the yeah. grocery store they died like in trauma in trauma torch. not even just died in trauma they lived their whole life with yes. trauma so that has an energy that kind of soaks into what you're yes. eating and you take it into yourself you're putting so it plays into the in living body that suffers and i don't so think it's even necessarily like like, like the dead flesh because the way the native americans lived for example mm -hmm. they were very spiritual people yeah they believed in everything being connected and like us being a part of the earth and yes. like you know like the animals you're killing are your siblings so you have to mm. give them a respectful death even yeah. though you are you have to kill them to survive yeah. you should not be subjugating them to any type of there torture was or suffering. A ritual like an avatar and they made sure to use every part oh. of the animal because mm -hmm. they knew they had to make the death worthy, worthy. right mm -hmm. exactly so that that definitely does go with it and mm -hmm. to people who are considering going plant-based because i wasn't about that plant-based life at first either They'll a lot of people a lot of people aren't though like yeah. it, it really especially if they, if they haven't meat, really though. thought about yes. it you know mm -hmm. like a lot of people won't like, <laughs> like a lot of people that i know now that are plant-based it's either i've told them mm -hmm. or they've mm -hmm. probably heard about it and then i've talked to them about it and they're like 
oh, I'm at your house. Let me try this. You know yeah. what I mean? Or they're like, oh, I'll feed them. They're like, wow, that tastes really good. And then they start looking you know into I mean? it and they wake up to the whole reality, which is a spiritual and awakening. And that's almost an awakening right there. It's because, an awakening right. in itself. Because you're waking up to the suffering and the injustices of animals of in animals. the corporate farming industry. But also you become more aware. For me, I can't explain it other than when I went vegan, it was like my brain became clear and it was like I was out of a fog and I feel like all of my senses were heightened. They were. All of my senses mm -hmm. were heightened. It I makes sense even on the terms of science because you eat to get energy mm -hmm. from ultimately from the sun mm -hmm. that gets put into plants. So if you're only eating plants, you literally have a more direct link. You're not going through another like vessel to get access to the energy no not at all that's why i even studied this in biology i remember it was like plants absorb so and so percent of the sun's energy then it it gets divided kind of like half-lives okay. it gets divided when it gets consumed by a deer for example okay and then it gets divided again when a tiger eats it so the tiger gets the very less amount of energy like right and that's why typically you don't see animals or humans for that matter mm -hmm. eating carnivorous animals because we know the the meat isn't good no it's it, not going to really do much for you no it's going to have the opposite effect in your body is your body's going to work harder for a less amount of payoff yep bingo exactly you guys are convincing me right now i hope you know <laughs> i think i think a lot of people would also change their mind about their diet and also because it does help you a lot with your spirituality becoming Absolutely. more aware of what you're consuming in your body being mm -hmm being a vital being being a a, a a king or queen of your own temple like okay. you want to make sure that your temple is clean at all yes, points in time because yeah there's a few mediums out there that say they eat, don't eat meat because it helps eat, them do their stuff better meat, meat carries inflammation it carries yes. disease it carries yes. you know what i mean it carries right. a lot of disease and things that we have here now mm -hmm. in america and a lot of people don't get that that's why mm -hmm. i love when i see people go plant-based because you can reverse a lot of things oh yes honey you know you reverse a lot when mm -hmm. you go plant-based you reverse so much when you go plant-based and i'll say this I I would say 90% of my diet is plant-based and the other 10% every now and again on occasion Scary. if I want a cheese pizza I will have a deep Absolutely. dish cheese pizza mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. I'm craving some fried shrimp from Harold It's kind of like when you're <laughs> I'm gonna get it baby but that every it's as long as you're like it's Balance. like going to the gym as long as you're doing it most of the time you'll be okay exactly and my thing is like that's another thing about being a vegan or a vegetarian or whatever you can still you can have a cheat day no one's right. telling you that you can't. As long as you're cutting down, you can't ultimately, have a cheat day. Now, like for me, I, I wouldn't cheat on like the fish order. That's just me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But say, for instance, I'm feeling a little bit, you know, I want to indulge a little bit. I might have me a cheese pizza. Right. You know what I mean? Or something right. like that. But I'm going to make sure that cheese pizza is organic. Exactly. You know at what least, I mean? At least. You know? Exactly. <laughs> if right. I'm if I'm going to mess myself up a little bit for the night, yes. I'm going to make sure that it's at least a little so, healthy. Mm -hmm. You know? So. Well, let's bring it back. We got a little. <laughs> well, like you guys had a few i for my spiritual awakening it was i want to say my spiritual awakenings were almost a little traumatic i'm not gonna lie to you that's our, and that's how it happens nine times out of ten especially when it's like in your face like oh damn the universe to snap that switch because for me it was open. like well i used to my mind is like the way it works is very rash and it's crazy because my friend's getting into astrology and she like told me this about myself i'm like i already knew this but yeah. that's crazy that you right like but anyway my mind the way it works is i like seeing patterns and i like connecting connecting the dots mm -hmm. so as a child i was really into like animals and like biology and stuff yeah. like that like just you know watching discovery channel and stuff like that. i probably watched more discovery channel animal planet growing up and like national geographic than i did Same. like cartoons or whatever <laughs> and you know the creation of the universe documentaries and stuff oh, like that so i started favorite. wondering like where does god fit into all this mm -hmm. or like you know stuff like that because i grew up in a catholic household and yes. they're telling me adam and eve like yes. and there was lions and they wouldn't eat them in this jungle for some reason but you know that sounds a little <laughs> um but anyway so i started wondering how it's all ties together so i i really did get to the point where i almost started thinking it wasn't real like god mm -hmm. wasn't real i started turning into an atheist just as a result because i felt like you know, something you just wasn't adding up. Resonate with that Your at first, but like I still, I wanted to believe. Like I also mm -hmm. did have like a children's Bible growing up. I got yes. it. I got it for like Christmas or whatever because my grandma wanted to like want me to read it or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> I was I did want to believe those stories because I did feel like there was something to it, yeah. even if it was some parts of it were a little far fetched for me. 
because I believed in evolution as at the child like nine years old, you know. Yeah. But for me, what ended up happening is, and I didn't realize this till later, but growing up, I had really, really vivid dreams. Mm. And one of them in particular was really scary because it was like I was in my house at night, but I was dreaming. And I just came in contact with something very negative. But, wow. but it was like weird because it was like I found a doorway to somewhere that the door wasn't there like when I was awake. But mm-hmm. I found a doorway that was there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the movie Insidious, actually. When I saw the movie Insidious, I really realized I was like, wow, like that's I actually was I had I those dreams before. That. Yeah. So it was like I've had dreams where I see myself sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, I was floating around the house. Honestly, floating is like one of those craziest feelings you can ever like yeah. I couldn't I'm, I know what men in space feel like mm. ha, not have you're used to gravity you're yeah. used to your body weight once it's gone it's crazy it's crazy but um for me it was more of a psychic awakening i guess you could say that was my spiritual awakening it was like i started realizing that these dreams i was having me seeing myself sleep that wasn't a dream i was actually leaving my body at night and yeah. these i started doing it so much not on purpose by accident mm-hmm. that there would be times where I would snap back into my body for some reason. I would yeah. wake up into a sleep paralysis episode. Mm. Oh, those are the worst. Yeah, and Ugh. like something would be growling like in my those. ear and stuff like that. I don't like sleep paralysis. So <laughs> I started looking into it, and it was crazy because I was like floating around my house like somewhere random. Like mm. I think I saw my mom sleeping. Mm. And by the way, like ghosts don't go through walls and stuff. They kind of like teleport. Mm. Like you want to be somewhere. You're there. Yeah. So um, that's what it was for me. Like I wanted to be there somewhere, and I was. And then I was in my kitchen for some reason, just floating around. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. I felt like I was a different person almost. And all of a sudden, I snapped back into my body like a rubber band. Mm. And I was having sleep paralysis. And the next day, that was the most traumatic one because, you know, it ended with, like, something really yeah, grotesque. Right. So I did research, and I found out what astral projection was. Yes. I found out that when you travel outside your body, there's a cord. And you know that rubber band sensation yes. I told you about? There's a that cord, cord that keeps you tethered to your body. I was the like, holy... <laughs> It's crazy. Sleeping, that it is not uncommon for our bodies to travel in other dimensions or inwardly, or inwardly. Well, like you're dreaming, you know. Well, like you create, the, you create a whole little reality Absolutely. for yourself because you're bored. Because they say, as in now, we would technically be sleeping. Correct. Because we're in the dream. Because we're in the dream state, and when we go to mm-hmm. sleep, we're actually yeah. A lot of people describe awake. your death. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah, a lot of people describe near-death experiences actually as like waking up and they feel like the state they were in before it was mm-hmm. like not like the whole dormant. truth. It was like a half truth. Very right. much just reminds you of the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The and Matrix. the Matrix was mm-hmm. a, like on, that's why it keeps the getting Matrix brought up was by a people. Documentary. Like that was not just a Hollywood film. That was yeah. very real because there is so much more beyond what we see. There is so much more beyond what we know and beyond what we comprehend. Yeah. And and our mind, the way that it is designed is so brilliant. And you can't tell me that there is not a God because the way just everything yeah. in existence is designed. And I have on two occasions, not intentionally, astral projected. When I got into a very very deep state of meditation i felt myself leave my body and i'll never forget it because I, right, <laughs> I was out i was out and it was just it was such a deep state of meditation i'll never forget it because again i wasn't doing it intentionally I and just, that's what's that's what's so crazy about it how it's by accident it really was and it was like when oh, you wake oh. up you're like or you know snap out of it yeah. or whatever you're like wow like that's like i before that happened to me, I would think that's not real. Same. But then once it like, happens to you, crazy. yeah, once it happens to you, you're it like, like changes oh. your perspective. And that's why it was sort of an awakening for Absolutely. me. Cause like I went from being almost an atheist yeah. or agnostic or whatever. Like, you know, those people that kind of want to believe, but they but have they to, don't. right. They yeah. have to experience it to believe it. So that's what happened to me. Ultimately I experienced stuff and I was like, yeah. now I have no choice. People have, I, I like to say some people have the luxury of having a choice of whether or not to believe in God. Mm. I t- and I say some people don't have that luxury. They just know I've that God is known, real and it's a fact of the matter. I've always known since I was little that God was real. And, yeah. I, and I am grateful for my upbringing coming from a very heavily spiritual family. Not just religious, but spiritual. So I've never had that doubt of God existing. I just didn't. 
I struggled with the way I connected as a teenager. And then once I found that way. Because everything's that, a sin. Everything's a sin. <laughs> and I was like, but I, I don't think, how can no the more. God who says he loves us and is so unconditionally loving, like, how can he hate me for doing something And that wrong ties back into the people me. that were telling you this were trying to actually control you. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's. The whole spiritual awakening and like spirituality in general is about self-empowerment. Yes. Uh, I read, I'm reading a lot of books about this stuff, and one of the books said that, um, and I think it was uh, in Delphi, the Temple of Apollo in Delphi, like mm-hmm. a ancient Greek temple. Mm-hmm. On the walls, it has inscribed saying, "Know thyself." Amen. And it said something similar in Egypt in another temple, yes. and they say that Egyptians and the Greeks like shared a lot of like hidden knowledge. Yeah. Um, one of the temples in Egypt supposedly said, um, know thyself so you th- so you may know the gods. Because all the answers are within. Mm-hmm. All the answers are within. Because we all have a piece of God or within the creator us. inside of us, and all you have to do is go inward to connect. Right. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you have to shake, like, you know, shave off a lot like you said peel up back a lot of layers like guilt absolutely like a lot of people have negative emotions about themselves and they don't even realize it Mm -hmm. so ultimately spirituality it includes a lot of meditations and stuff like that because it's almost like health it's like mental health Mm -hmm. spiritual health is very real yeah spiritual health is mental health in my opinion you know what i mean like that's why and a lot of these things in the past were like Hocus pocus and stuff like that. Meditation, hypno- hypnosis, all these things are starting to be utilized by psychologists today. Yeah. So, and then falling back on science, actually, a lot of sciences were actually considered occult secrets. Reading and writing was an occult secret. Only only time. wizards knew how to read and write because they were spelling. And then alchemy. Alchemy gave way to chemistry. Yeah. Astrology gave way to astronomy. You better say that. Yeah, so it's like all these things came about just because people went within. Within. Mm -hmm. And there's power within because we are an extension of divine creation. Mm -hmm. And I think once we can acknowledge and see ourselves Mm -hmm. as that, as an extension and a reflection of God, Mm -hmm. we can empower ourselves. We can know ourselves. We can uplift ourselves and we can create not just a better us, but a better world. Because Mm -hmm. when you create a better version of you, it's a domino effect. It affects everybody. The people around you, the people you come across. And once you do that, it unlocks like abilities you didn't know you had. Because everything and this, this is like true in physics i think it's like anything that exists in our dimensions still exists in other dimensions just like in other forms absolutely so because we are multi-dimensional like like a rock has energy in it yes well we don't know what exactly what kind of energy yet the only thing that physics knows is that it has potential energy meaning it has the potential to roll off a cliff Mm -hmm. because it has the potential to move and become kinetic energy or something like that um but just to put in perspective, so everything that's physical also has energy inside of it. It's all connected through energy, right? Mm-hmm. The same thing with senses. You perceive the world physically yes. around you, right? So you can see, you can hear, you can touch. Like, that's how you perceive the world, right? Mm-hmm. All your senses, you can perceive other realities. Yes. Your senses exist in other realities. Like, for example, if you can hear things on this reality. Mm-hmm. You can hear things through another reality as well. Mm-hmm. Telepathy. Yes. Uh, you can see things. Clairvoyance. Like once you uh, like reach a certain level of spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. these abilities are unlocked whether you pretty much want them unlocked or not. They're yeah. going to happen. It's They're just a side happen. effect. Because, because you're, you're connecting co- yourself to that aspect of reality every time mm-hmm. you meditate or whatever yes. sort of morning rituals you may have, like just to clear your mind and stuff mm-hmm. like that you're pretty or enlighten much yourself. breaking down the barriers of this this physical man-made construct you're yeah. seeing through that you know that's it's why not even like man-made per se it's just we refuse to see past it or see that there's more or that it's a simulation if you will because like, that's what we time. were taught that's what we grew it's up the as it's the yeah. you know it's the conditioning that we're breaking through and that is where our intuition is linked to our third eye our third eye is our ability to understand things beyond see them 
exactly yeah. beyond our typical senses and so your intuition which is god given it's to understand mm -hmm. what you may not see right away it's mm -hmm. to understand what you may not even get right away like oh i just i have a feeling I can't explain it. I yeah, don't and know then it. like religious it, people would say God told them, or like you know something like that, which is which is true, which is which is true. But like, I don't think they grasp the full aspect of it. Like, yeah. you, some people don't have that connection. Yeah, you know what I mean. Real. You have to develop that connection. Like for example, someone who goes to a good church and they actually actually have like good services where yeah. they're promoting like spiritual development using the scriptures. Yeah those people will have a better connection to, you know, quote unquote God or whatever yeah. the universe, God, whatever you want to call divine it. Source, source energy, mm -hmm. right. source. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. It is. It is. And it's like the powers that be, those that, you know, seek to control the population, mm -hmm. whether it's the church, whether it's the government, they don't really want us to realize our own individual power or that we're all connected. They'd rather yeah. keep us separated. We're easier to control. We're easier to control. And then it takes away their control because then they can't manipulate. If we know who we are, they can't manipulate us with their tactics. They and, cannot. And thinking that we're not being man manipulated is pure nonsense because think about how they pass all these tax breaks for billionaires and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like they want us like fighting each other. So yeah. we're distracted. From. about yep and see, you kind of see how this all kind of connects together like it's yeah. all one grand like web it is a web that all connects I mean, and then I, once you wake up you have empathy for others like mm -hmm. race and you know Absolutely. age gender sex all that stuff falls away because in the end of the day we're going through this huge shift this shift is is gonna put us in a dimension of love and light and unity and connection and community and it takes all of us. Yes. It's not one person speaking out. It's not three people speaking out. It's we all everyone. have to wake up. We all have to wake up together in order yeah. for this process to be completed. And it's yeah. funny, you know how I mean you I, we talked about this earlier. We were talking about how the pandemic was probably going to force people to take a yes. good look in the mirror, like yes. self-reflect and people were going to quote unquote wake up. Mm -hmm. I had no idea it was going to manifest in the, you a know, revolution. in a revolution mm -hmm. no no time in the history of humankind has yeah. anyone like ever pulled off a mass protest that was going on around the world yeah that's yeah. insane so what we're seeing now is a spiritual awakening we're witnessing a spiritual awakening on a mass level mm -hmm. and it makes all the sense in the mm -hmm. world because when you think about it the planet earth out of all the planets mm -hmm. and our solar system is one of many the milky way galaxy mm -hmm. that we live in is one of many many galaxies mm -hmm. so the universe is a lot more vast than we understand but i believe due to all of the ego power struggles atrocities pain and suffering taking place for centuries on this planet i believe the vibration of the earth is very low mm -hmm. and it's a lower vibration and i think it's throwing the galaxy off a little bit mm -hmm. um and i believe in my heart that what we're witnessing is a mass awakening because this pandemic on a global scale the whole world paused the yeah. whole world stopped and we had they meditated to, if you will if, if, <laughs> if you will if you will but we did take a time out from our matrix day-to-day work mm -hmm. school sleep, we unplugged repeat. we had no we choice unplugged. we had no choice and you notice to. too when that happened that there were people that were speaking out saying this is time for you to really connect mm -hmm. to go within get in get in touch with your creativity Absolutely. with reading yeah with like hobbies. you have all this time on these your are things that are going to connect you closer yes. to your spirituality inner inner you know what i mean so it's like it just and goes to show that it was meant to happen yeah you know right. like the pandemic was meant to happen because we we needed a break yes. we're and marie is right we are going through a huge shift right now as a yeah. collective. and as a collective and if everybody's not going to be on board there will be not everyone can go exactly not everyone can go because we are shedding the current timeline they'll just and be left in the past you know and and that that is what it and is. it's not the first shift in consciousness we have no. experienced mm -hmm. we've seen no. you know people wake up to the atrocities of slavery of course yes. 
This when is just Jesus probably came, one that we're actually now realizing that's right forth in front of us. Mm -hmm. People can actually see what's going on. People can actually feel what's going yeah. on. I think it's I would argue connected. that people already knew what was going on, but mm -hmm. they didn't have time to care. They had bills Correct. to pay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had their own lives mm -hmm. to live, but everyone had, was forced to stop and, and look around. Because and of and this. you can't deny the reality that we're witnessing. And mm -hmm. a lot of people are being forced to confront their conditioning. A lot of people are being forced to confront the truth. And it's pushing a lot of people outside of their comfort zones. Mm -hmm. But as the world is witnessing 400 plus years of trauma. 400 plus years of oppression 400 plus years and now it's just at a point where you know what enough is enough enough is enough because although the trauma has manifested in different forms the trauma never went away mm -hmm. it just became something different and so it went underground it went it underground like... and but we can no longer be quiet we can no longer be passive we can no longer accept when we realize this does not have to be the way it is there can be better there can be higher there is enough room for everyone to make it and i do believe what we're witnessing currently is a massive shift around the world and when you go through spiritual awakenings it's not all bubble baths and nope. self-care you are literally it, it can be painful because you are confronting the worst parts of yourself this is shadow work which is when in order to get to the light you got to get through some darkness and we're as a collective shedding a lot of darkness right now mm -hmm. and the only way out is through so we're getting through some really negative nasty not so nice things so we can get to that higher space so we exactly. can get to that better space and it's not easy it's not overnight but it does take that effort to be compassionate and loving and open-minded so we can all uplift and empower one another in harmony as oneness no. Give me one second, sorry. <laughs> so I, I want to touch on a scientific phenomenon called cymatics. Mm -hmm. So say there's like this experiment where if you put salt like, you know, on a flat surface and you have music playing this, like depending on the vibration of the, or, you know, the vibration of the frequencies you're playing, it'll take, it'll start mm. making a certain okay. pattern. If you shift the vibration, it starts scattering. It gets disorganized. You have chaos in the salt again until it tunes into that other yeah. frequency. So anytime there's a shift in vibration, you get chaos. Mm. Mm. And right now, chaos we are is not shifting. necessarily good, but it's necessary. D. That's the messed up part. Think about what, when Jesus came, he, when he came, spread the word and then died the and resurrected. Yep. The whole world the went whole into world chaos shifted. afterwards. He, yeah. he did good, but he did leave chaos in his wake, which as, which as a result shifted Societies. They're collective at that time because right. a lot of them were like. Whoa. Some people would say it caused the fall of the Roman Empire. Yeah. So that already goes to show you, mm -hmm. like chaos is growing pains at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing peaceful protesting out there. Jesus was peaceful, but when he was dragging his cross over to get crucified, you already know there was a riot in his wake. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? Uh, With the Roman soldiers beating people back. Say that. Because <laughs> they were say, trying they to. Nothing new. They wanted to help him. Yeah. They wanted to help him because they knew that that man, Jesus, that would, and I think Jesus, he was, I a, think Jesus was a little bit more. I think he was psychic. I think oh, he had he was. abilities. So psychic. He was very, very. He was in, in tune. You know, like he was very in tune. He was so. very in tune. Very. He was a high vibrational being. In my mm -hmm. personal opinion, I think Jesus reached that capacity level that we have as human beings. Like I just think, you know how oh we only use a certain percentage of our brain. Mm -hmm. Jesus was using maximum mm -hmm. capacity mm -hmm. of all senses, and I believe in my heart that's why he moved the world the way he did because Jesus' vibration was so strong. I well, he's a messenger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, messenger, and mm -hmm. he tapped into his spiritual gifts mm -hmm. and he tapped into his divine being and the impact yeah the it's impact. crazy man it's awesome yeah it's awesome and yeah. you, you know like some say that either he's been here before or he was predicted by like pagan religions mm -hmm. it's not uncommon to have a virgin birth and then the right. the God was quote unquote like for example in the Egyptians it was Osiris he was born mm -hmm. he helped humanity somehow mm -hmm. then he was killed 
and he was resurrected. Yeah. And that story is told in Egypt, Greece, Rome. It always sparks a thought, what if this is the same the person same just, being reincarnated. just being reincarnated, reincarnated to make this shift, every shift mm-hmm. at every point in Not time. Not necessarily, have, you know, like, you know, probably every couple thousand years or something mm-hmm. like you know you don't necessarily need yeah. him to have a shift like there's no jesus out there right now for example you know feel right free <laughs> feel free to come back anytime I, we're ready we need it we need it at this point in time mm-hmm. we definitely do need there there is a shift taking place as a collective and that's undeniable mm-hmm. and you know if, if you read the bible oppression is in there if you read the bible Mm -hmm. overcoming oppression is in there and then also the book of psalms is a book of spells and it's there's so much power in. or king solomon was a very well-known magician very well it's magic but not in the hocus pocus type way we are magical beings because Mm -hmm. we were created by the most high creator god and so we are an extension of that divinity and yeah it's all magic but like what's crazy is because the church knows that like like for example the catholic church Mm -hmm. um not specifically you know not like to like rome or anything like that but my family's catholic like i said i saw her share a meme that said all the satanic things you have to stay away from and one of them was yoga i was like oh okay yoga awesome oh and i think another one was meditation Mm -hmm. And I was just like, that makes no type of sense. It's Those are for man. the greater like good of yourself. And that's and that's where the religion comes in versus the spirituality. Right. Because I know a lot of people will probably be like, oh, the book of Psalms is a book of spells. It's not the hocus pocus type spells. Mm-hmm. There is power in the words that we speak. The way we think, mm-hmm. the words we say, they manifest. And that becomes our reality. So when you're speaking, the book of Psalms is so beautiful. And when you say that out loud, you're speaking those things into Did you existence. see that experiment where like someone like directed like positive thoughts? At to a, the plant? Uh, to the yeah, water I think they too. did it with water, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they saw how it froze. Mm. And it froze differently when someone directed hate versus love. It's so real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can direct your energy in any type of way. Any type of way. The the water cup with ice that they I think they did like a water with salt and something else and it mm-hmm. crystallizes and it and it creates like a shape, right? right? So the love cup of water it created sac- like sacred geometry. It created like crazy snowflake looking like things. Crazy like mandala. Another one was like chaos know? or something. The other one was like sharp and spiky Static. and cutting through each other mm. and just like super yeah. like disorganized and just not harmonious it didn't look harmonious you mm-hmm. know like you can tell by looking at that that yeah that person putting the energy into it affected that you know yeah. so it's energy is real and that's why i think very, meditation mm-hmm. yoga it's just a fact of reality mm-hmm. like for example i think magic is a fact of reality yes. too people need to be aware so like when they're talking hateful things to people yeah they're aware of what they're really doing, not just on this reality, but on several. On Everything you do yeah. echoes across dimensions. Absolutely. And that goes for everybody. Just like, even with yeah. time, because if you do something right now, it's gonna cause a ripple effect into the future, but a lot of people don't know it causes a ripple ripple effect to the past as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. That's why people have like so-and-so like oh they're not ready for we're gonna that jump story up. yeah we're gonna <laughs> we experience time as a whole and yeah. a lot of people that's don't why want. a lot of people have like premonitions <laughs> quote unquote or like they have deja vu it's because yes. there's something lining up or you knew this oh, was gonna happen two seconds before it actually happened that's how it feels for me yeah i'm like wait stop i know what you're gonna say <laughs> and then you say it, i'm like no i actually wanted you to not say it because yeah. it's actually like not as freaky yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the time as a collective is crazy. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on? Before no, it's a very broad topic, it's but I'm sure we can topic. isolate a few on another show or something. Almost definitely. Yeah. Whenever. This is an open invitation because, you know, w- y'all, we have these conversations. And when I tell you, the three of us will go down a rabbit hole and we will just talk for hours about, <laughs> you know, these different dimensions, these very real gifts that we all have. Mm-hmm. And just the existence is such a gift mm-hmm. existence mm-hmm. is such a gift and 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 we take it for granted you know and that's ultimately what like i feel like is the original sin taking your existence for granted because mm. you know how i said how you have to accept where you stand in order to move yeah. forward 
that's accepting your current existence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Being present. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's what they say for meditation. Mindfulness. They say, yep, being present and aware and mindful yes. at all points in time. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what it is. And that's what it is. Yep. So, so I encourage everyone to pick up a book on basic meditations. Yes. And you'll notice an almost instantaneous drop in anxiety. At least that's what it was for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's very real. It's very real. And we all have the power to, to open our minds. We all have the power to mm -hmm. shift our reality. We all have the power to take what life gives us and create better in its place. It's never easy. It's never overnight. But we are more powerful than we know. And it is our divine right to create a beautiful, harmonious, peaceful life. Everyone mm -hmm. deserves that. And we all have access to a place within ourselves that our trauma can't touch, that our experiences can't touch, that our ego can't touch. Mm -hmm. So once you get in tune with that, baby, it is mm -hmm. a game changer. It, it is. is a game changer. So. Yep. Because that energy is not unlike any other energy you could feel, yeah. any other energy you could think, fathom. That energy will will have you shifted. Shifted. <laughs> Lifted. All of that. Say that. Say that. I appreciate you both coming on here so much. Appreciate you, Thank boo. you for having us. Y'all appreciate. Oh my God, I just love this. I really do appreciate this because y'all just lifted my spirit in so many we ways. We needed this. We did. Mm -hmm. We needed this. So thank you, thank mm -hmm. you, thank you to those tuning in. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We're gonna go ahead and go because if not, we'll be here for another three hours. So <laughs> much love and light to everyone listening. Thank you so much again for this beautiful. Thank day. you, boo. Thank you. All right. Well, love and light to everyone. If no one has told you yet today, you are an amazing human being. Thank you for tuning into Golden Petals Podcast.